0: You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedicke, and we're in person today. Yes. With one of my favorite people in this community. Like, I feel like I say that a lot because I like a lot of people, but you're really one of my favorite people, Thank Jerry.
1: do. you. are one of my favorite. And you Thank answer you. my texts and listen I do. to
0: me yes. rant. <laughs> well, you do the same thing for me. Yes. So, Jerry Williams with Get the Coast. You are the founder. You are the father of Get the Coast. Yeah. I want to say founder, but when I think of you, I think father, because you're a great dad. Thank you. You're saving the day today. I am. So I love that. You also uh, cook breakfast for your kids every morning. I do. I feel like people need to know that about you.
1: I do. And I have since the day my son was born. I mean, prior to that, yeah. but it's a thing. Like, except on Saturdays. Except on Saturdays. You know this. Yes. I don't do it on Saturdays. That's the day my wife has to get up and. I love it. That. Cause I started my day early. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to be there for my kids uh, and help see them off. My parents were divorced, so I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to me. And I've yeah. maintained that Monday through Friday.
0: So you're like the savior sometimes then for your kids. Like today, on a rainy day, the 100th day of school.
1: My daughter needed a shirt. We forgot.
0: I love it. Dad saves the day.
1: Yep. And because... You know, we try and do flexible schedules and Mm -hmm. have that to be able to go and do that. I was able to run over there and drop the shirt off.
0: I feel like we have a unique opportunity to talk about founder demand with you Mm -hmm. because you and I sometimes will vent about kind of like our shared frustrations because, and you are a one man show. Like I have a, my team is growing, like I have a pretty, but you really are kind of holding up legitimate media for almost an entire county. Yes. That's crazy. It is you think about how huge that is sometimes? Are you just doing it every day?
1: I think I'm in the trenches a lot as I have more conversations with other leaders in the community Mm -hmm. or a conversation just like this. And people say, you know, everybody's kind of starting to like really read your stuff. Yes. That has, I think, put some weight on me. Mm -hmm. And when I told you at first Friday coffee, I start getting anxiety about Mm -hmm. subject lines or if there's a typo or something like that, because. I don't look at numbers every single day. I'm not, Mm -hmm. you can get caught up in those things and I try not to, but when I do go and look at numbers and I say, and I see that it's been a massive jump in readership, then I'm like, this is a lot of people.
0: It's a lot of people, man.
1: And an error is a reflection. And I'm kind of a perfectionist in that. And so when it's like, Hey, you're the news now. you're
0: the news man you
1: there's a weight to it and uh, a level of responsibility that Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm trying to balance but i love being able to do this so
0: yeah well it's huge i mean i sort of feel like we've kind of grown up to get like parallel right because the agency was launched around the same time Mm -hmm. that you were uh, starting get the coast and we were really attracted to like new media this redefinition redefining like maybe what the paper is putting out, maybe, you know, a very strong digital presence. You know, uh, we were really changing the way that we were releasing information too with, you know, we do digital press releases and we've had some fight against that. Like, oh, look, give me your press release in a Word document. It's like, look, we're trying to evolve this. We're trying to help craft stories. And so, I don't know, I've always felt like you and I were connected because we're kind of ramping up at the same pace. I will say this, though, um, my emails are not getting 85,000 views. Um, so <laughs> that's a freaking crazy. I know we were talking yesterday about mac and cheese, and you shared mac and cheese, which benefits the Boys and Girls Club, which we're so excited about. But um, like almost overnight, 200 shares, large engagement, large impressions. People just trust you. What do you attribute that to?
1: I think I've grown up. For anybody who doesn't know, I grew up here. My family is actually from here. And the whole reason for starting Get the Coast was just out of a frustration of lack of accurate stories that I think the community Mm -hmm. really wanted. Both fun and the boring, not so sexy county commissioner. The stuff we have to know. Right. 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 And so I think I've really made an effort to give people really factual, unbiased. There's never my opinion in there. Mm -hmm. And I try and stay on top of subject matter that I think is relevant to people in and around my age. I'm 36. There are a plethora of topics out there, but I think for the most part, I've kind of honed in on certain things that I think are important. And when we look at events and new business and who's coming and decisions that are made, there is a level of, I guess, a a little bit of my opinion as far as what do people care about uh-huh. but I think I've listened so much to what people say they want that I've kind of been able to hone in on that and give them that that they like it they trust it mm-hmm. and it's been something that has been presence in their inbox and in their feed and for the most part has been accurate
0: well and I think a part of both of our businesses is competition right? Who else is doing what we do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our agency trusts get the coast for a variety of reasons, but really the consistency is what you kind of mirror what we hope our consistency is. And I think that's very important. When you say emails are coming out, I can trust that I'm going to get up on any given day and those things are going to be there. And I know you and I talked about email marketing a little bit, <laughs> email newsletters, let's not call it email marketing. And just what a fresh, like a frustrating and kind of scary, like you said, high anxiety piece of content that's putting out there and you're doing it a lot more than we're doing. You're doing it a lot. How frequent does your newsletter come out?
1: At least four times a week. I rarely do five times a week Mm -hmm. only because Mondays are typically slow. It's slow over the weekend, right? right? So if a newsletter goes out on a Friday, Really no news happens over the weekend. So there's not a whole lot for Mondays, but typically four days a week.
0: Wow. And you're doing that. So you're getting up, you're dadding,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you're a founder, so you're working your business and you're getting that email out before seven o'clock. I know I get it before seven o'clock. And then just working news all day, editing getting things out there, keeping your sponsors happy yes. and making sure you're not missing anything. And then on top of all of that, there's this pressure of accuracy. Yes. You doing good?
1: I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep a whole no,
0: no, I can see that. But what like an important thing to do, right? And you do have a strong family. You're, you and your wife are just like, to me, a super strong supporting foundation. Sure. So yeah. that is huge, right? And yeah. you guys are focused on your health. You take care of yourself. You're, you know, we're doing all those things. Is that pretty critical for you to be able to do a good job?
1: I think so. You know, we, we do try and put health in, in the top things of what we need to do. My wife, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, is in the health world. She's amazing. Uh, and so after this, I'm going to go to the gym and work out for an hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our kids, you know, join us at the gym. They also work out. Mm-hmm. The one thing I could probably use more of on the health side is sleep. Yeah. Um, but as you know, sometimes that's not always the case when you're running a business right. and you know the news business as a whole is it hurt being able to monetize news by what the legacy papers did so right we've got to think of how do we monetize news and scale it in the digital sense mm-hmm. you know there's no physical paper there's not something that somebody's buying they've ruined it by giving out news for free and so how do we do that it's a little tougher to scale it and so those are some of the things that keep me up at night but so far we're doing pretty good you're
0: doing pretty good you're growing your numbers look fantastic you've built this incredible bit of trust you have what i would consider i mean i for me when i get up in the morning i'm watch i'm reading the morning brew and i'm reading your newsletter and you do kind of have this startup feel right there is a little bit of that is that intentional
1: Yes, because yeah. I'm drawn to those type of companies, right? right? Like mm-hmm. if anybody reads the Morning Brew, you can see the synergies or the similarities between my newsletter and like a Morning Brew newsletter. Right. It's
0: consumable. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I also think there's something, at least for me, mm-hmm. attractive about the scoopiness feel of this newsletter, right? Like mm-hmm. it, I'm bringing you something that happened at last night's council meeting this morning. Yeah. Really fast. And it, it feels like you're on top of the news, too. Like, well, this right. happened last night. And we just can't do that in print, really. Right. Any, anymore. It, you know, if a council meeting got out at 9 o'clock, that paper was not published that that morning. That, that mm-hmm. paper had to have already gone to print. Right. So my newsletter is my version of the new paper. But I can include things that are really timely, like the weather Right. Like mm-hmm. if we're getting like yesterday was, uh you know, last night and this morning, um, you know, some bad weather. We can, yeah. uh, you know, immediately put stuff in. I get up at 4 a.m. I can put stuff in there that's timely for this 630 drop, hopefully.
0: Well, and being able to, to fix something on the fly mm-hmm. too, where once it's printed, it's sort of just out You know, yeah. you, it's really hard to make that correction or it's impossible to make that correction. I love the clever things that you build into the newsletter that keep you reading. To me, from a marketing perspective and anybody that wants to build a good newsletter, your subject line is obviously thoughtful. And it's the thing that hooks me in, but it's you don't address it till the end. Right. <laughs>
1: Which annoys people. And I'm like, damn you, Jared, I have to
0: read this whole thing. But then I do read the whole thing because more often than not, I will find something within the newsletter that I didn't know was going to be in there Mm -hmm. that ended up being a bit of information that I needed to know. And then the thing that brought me in is at the end, obviously that's intentional, but I think there's a little wisdom there that you can maybe share with our listeners who are crafting their own email. Like what can they do? What are some of the things that you're finding that people just love to click on?
1: Yeah. So as you said, you know, the newsletter, the subject line is the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've learned the shorter, the better. Yep. It needs to be pretty concise. Longer ones get clipped uh, a mm-hmm. lot of times. I don't know if there's anything with email clients as far as what they do, but for whatever reason, shorter subject lines work. It's probably like if I was to send you a personal email mm-hmm. and I just titled it something really short, like podcast, right? Right. Like, you know what it's going to be about. I think people are that's what they're kind of used to. And if you can make it short and catchy, now we're getting concise as far as the layouts of, uh, of the newsletter. Yes. It was intentional to put it at the very bottom because Mm -hmm. if you go in and that's the first thing you read and the subject line is what caught you, you may not scroll to see the rest of the content. However, I've carefully curated that content for you Mm -hmm. and I want you to read it because I feel like it's important. A lot of things that we publish don't go in the newsletter. The most important ones I feel like you should know, go yeah. in the newsletter. And I mix them up. Like there's rarely a crime story in there. But if there is, if I did more of that, it wouldn't be crime, 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 good story, good story. Right. And I mixed it up. So there's a balance to it. And you don't lead with crime. I don't.
0: Which I appreciate, honestly, yeah, because I... it's not click baity. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's And honestly, I think people are just so... They're burnt out from bad news.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And our police departments and our sheriff's departments here, they've got a really good social presence. They do. They're putting out the information and they reach a lot of people. My thought is I'll include it because we need it, you know, a little on the news side for people who maybe aren't on social media. However, mm. I'm not going to lead with it because right. they're already doing it. And it wasn't why I started Get the Coast. I didn't start Get the Coast to put mug shots out. I started Get the Coast to mm. tell good stories. And people were tired of it. So, mm-hmm. why now? Why am I going to profit off of somebody else's downfall all the time? Yeah. And so, when thinking about the design of the newsletter, I like it very clean. I like it scannable or snackable. You know, you can just bite off what the sections that you like. And it looks good on mobile. I think a lot of times, emails and people designing emails think of it and ter- they're designing it on a desktop. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like, it's got to be three columns and it's got to have big images and all of that. The mobile really, everything. Mobile is everything. Yeah. And it needs to be clean and it needs to be something that you can replicate each time. Mm-hmm. My frequency is a lot more. So for me, I need it to look like a news feed. I need when somebody's sure. scanning it, I need it to look like a new site, a news feed. I want it to, to mimic. And I also want it to be really lightweight. What a lot of people don't realize is, Inside Gmail, which is the bulk of my email subscribers are from Gmail, Gmail has a clipping feature. If your email is over a certain weight in kilobytes, it will clip the email at the bottom. Right. And so if you're not clicking to see the rest of it, you may miss an entire half of an email. Mm -hmm. And so I think about those things and I test the weights and that's keeping graphics down it's optimizing images and really just keeping a clean interface
0: because you want people to scroll and read at the end of the day right that's i think maybe now that you're hearing you say that that's why i find it so easy Mm -hmm. you know i get up i'm like drinking my coffee and i'm scrolling through Mm -hmm. the email that you provide and i'm like okay well there's some shit that happened that i didn't know about
1: yeah and that's the thing i think about it like if you're coffee you're on the toilet if yeah. you're in the car, <laughs> if you're before a meeting. Sure. This is a real talk. You yeah. want it you want to be able to scan and I don't want you to have to guess where the information is. Right. A lot of times people over design. But mm-hmm. really simple is is everything. Is everything. You know. Yeah. And so that's kind of the the thought process behind it. And you know, if I can I, I try and put about five different sections in there, including sponsored articles. Yeah. ads that are in there from our from our advertisers, but even those look like the content. And they that's, do, and that's by design too. We naturally tune out banner ads and things like that. But if it looks like the content, I want you to you know consume it because at the end of the day, I need you to use some of these sponsors and use their services so that they keep finding value and get the codes.
0: Imagine the real talk.
1: That's it. I yeah. mean, here here's the thing. If you're not going to pay for news, and I don't have sponsors,
0: you cannot do this for free, Jared. No, no.
1: the The whole thing goes away. Those
0: babies need bacon. They Where's do. that coming from?
1: They do. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are only going to give you money for so long just because you're okay. doing a good service. You have to, you know, they've got to get something out of it.
0: What do you say to people who are listening to this episode about the naysayers that you've encountered? Do people think that you should do it a different way? That it should be something different? It should be X, Y, Z. How do you, because you somewhat have to drown some of that stuff out. I mean, I know that you're listening for Mm -hmm. sure, but you cannot change your format every time someone has an opinion. And there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot
1: of opinions. There's a local PR company that when I first started, it got back to me that they said, oh, they're not a real news outlet. Yeah. I don't let things get to me, but that has stuck with me in a sense that I think it's pushed me to be extremely valid, to be viewed as legit and to do the very best. That's probably the only thing that I've ever taken and been like, okay, this was very early on. So it wasn't like I was doing something wrong, but I took that. And I, it's probably stuck with me. Everything yeah. else I take as constructive criticism. Sure.
0: Because people are going to criticize.
1: They are. Yes. Uh, and Especially
0: I, a digital product. Yes. Right?
1: And I always ask them, you know, if, if someone says it in a comment or if I get a, a nasty email or if people word it a certain way, I always ask them, well, how do you do it for your news company? Right. How can Thanks. I learn from your news company? Well,
0: and that's so interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting question because they don't have one. Exactly. Right and they probably wouldn't be able to do the day in and day out you know we always say anyone can start something Mm -hmm. but the every day they get up make your kids like bacon get them out to school sit down you're in the minutia you're going to all these council meetings which i don't know if you've been to a council meeting lately those people listening not fun not fun at all and late Yep, And sometimes late for bullshit reasons.
1: Destin's are like three, four hours.
0: That's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, and then turning that into news that people consume so they can sit on their ass and sit on the toilet and just read it. Absolutely. And so to a point, you don't want to be like F you, but also like, well, what have you done lately?
1: Yeah. and Yeah. And I always ask them too, how could I better this free product for you? Yeah. Right. Sure. But that's in a, that's in a smart ass way. So if you're gonna complain mm-hmm. about a free product, then you can go find this elsewhere or you won't. You won't. They'll keep you,
0: watching yeah, and listening.
1: But yeah. if you if you you know, people have make suggestions all the time. Yeah. And that's great because I want to make a good reader experience. I always solicit feedback at the end of the newsletter. I do genuinely want to hear from people. Yeah. I do get a bunch of emails. I don't get back to all of them because if I replied to emails all day, I would never get anything done. Yeah. Thankfully I don't get a bunch of nasty comments. That's great. When we publish something. Competitors in the past I've seen get a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think they also go after stories and they've approached news in a way that invites that in. Yeah. And I don't. I let I give people the facts as much as I can give them to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, the cities or the counties, they just don't get back to me in a certain time where I can't find answers. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we didn't try, and so I try and tune it out. I've got pretty thick skin. The only, like I said, the only thing that's ever really stuck with me was they're not a, a real media company, yeah. And then you know, here we are, handful of years later, and that same PR company wants to publish that's stuff with fun. Get the Coast. So, oh, nice, funny. It well, wasn't us, no, wasn't you. We're
0: also not a PR company, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> which
0: yeah. is a fun, like, bit of information, but. I get a lot of like, oh, you should do it this way. You should think about it. You know what would make it better? You know what would make you guys better? You know what you could do? And I always say, well, that's great. How can you help me with that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How can you help me make that happen? And the reality is more often than not, they don't have the experience or the skill set or the willingness or the ability mm-hmm. to bring whatever idea they feel like is better than what we are currently doing here to life. Yeah. And it completely shuts it down. And it's it like, does. not that... We're not open to criticism we're not open to making things better and improving them but people really need to think before they criticize about how they can be a part of the solution they're demanding absolutely yeah
1: you know people will say you guys should really cover this or why aren't you approaching it this way and i say that is resource intensive that would require another person maybe two more people if your company would like to fund that Mm-hmm. And be a sponsor of that or underwrite that. Mm-hmm. I'm all ears. Yeah, that's fair. I've not had one person take me up on that. So it's not right. that important to you then, right? Right. If you're not going, if, if you're going to complain this whole time and say you should be doing this, mm-hmm. and I say, great, you want to sponsor that? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And we'll try and cover some of those stories. But you've got to understand that news while it's put out online for free is not free to produce no and without adequate resources we just can't cover everything however if you'd like to be the underwriter Mm -hmm. of that then by all means it can have your logo brought to you by love that this company yeah on all of this but if you're not willing to do it yeah i can't get to it right now and that shuts it down it's kind of like what you're saying right like you say this how are you going to help me?
0: How are you going to help me do it? Oh, I didn't yeah. mean it like
1: that. Oh, okay.
0: People do not understand that time is not free. It's not. And how much time do you spend, Jared, per week on Get the
1: Coast? I mean, I'm like 14 hours a day yeah. on it.
0: Yeah. If someone, if a troll, an internet troll, were to take on your role as a job, they would be demanding a certain hourly rate, a certain set of, uh, set of parameters and stabilities and mm-hmm. work-life balance and all of this crap that it takes to bring something like this to life. So I just think that we need to challenge people more to to think that, yes, it's digital. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm in my keyboard. Yes, a lot of those things are free, but my time is never free. No. Never. No. It's it's time that you could be spending with your kids. It's time that you could be spending doing things that you want to do as a Mm -hmm. hobby or enriching your life in some way or whatever, and you're dedicating it to the curation of information for our community that should not be free.
1: Agreed. And I don't know that we'll ever get to the point where the news is behind a paywall. I also don't necessarily believe in paywalls because Mm -hmm. there are people out there who could never afford $7 per month. Right. Does that mean that they don't deserve to have access to the same news that somebody else Mm -hmm. can for free or for, you know, pay for? No, I, I don't think that. But I think there's ways... That we've got to still figure out how do we monetize this, how do we open it up for reader support, stuff like that. And building those products just takes, you know, more time. I'm more of a creative person. It, it, as much as I like building out shopping carts and the templates and mm-hmm. the automation, you know, we use a lot of artificial intelligence, we use a lot of automation, you know, through Get the Coast, which has allowed me to be able to scale a bunch of stuff. At the end of the day. I love getting in the trenches and creating something. So when I'm thinking about setting all of these things up in the admin side of it, I just hate it, you know, yeah. because I'm like, there's a story to be told mm-hmm. and I always put that first. Yeah. And then I'm like, got to run your business. Now I gotta, now I gotta figure out <laughs> you know, some money, right. <laughs> you know, on this side of things. Um, yeah.
0: I can understand that.
1: But it's because I just genuinely like, you know, providing the stories to people and I've yeah. got a competitive edge to me that's I, I want to put it out first and I want to get the scoop, but I want to put it out right. I don't want to put out something for the sake of putting it out first. There's yeah. a lot of Because that, that accuracy that.
0: thing is looming.
1: Absolutely. No
0: typos. No, you know, you just want to make sure that it's legit and trustworthy yeah. and all of that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, even though we are digital, as you and I discussed, you know, the email side of thing gets me because it's very much my print, my my issue that print has, right? Like once right. I send it, it's gone. I can't get the email back. No. Sure, I can fix it on the website, all of that, but yeah. once that's gone, it's gone. And I don't send out typo mistake emails. Right. I'm not gonna follow up and say, That's a my bad. I don't do that. Yeah. Because we all get enough emails as it is. Yes. I just take in all that. When people say, Yeah, hey you had a typo here, and there was a mistake here. I'm like, Yeah, you know what, man, I, I saw it about two seconds after I sent it. Yes. Well, what you don't know. I read over that thing 17 times (laughs) (laughs) and I thought I had it all, yeah, but I didn't. And so that's my uh,
0: isn't it amazing how you can put in this giant piece of content out and when it's perfect, you don't hear from anyone? Yes, one little mistake somebody will email you and go, Hey, just so you know, just so you know, you knew immediately, and it was just the sinking feeling that you feel when Mm -hmm. you create something that isn't perfect. Oh, yeah, people who don't create things never have to experience that.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's just me for the most part yeah when i'm looking over something i could completely gloss over that Mm -hmm. word a million times sure and think i have it yeah and somebody else may have caught it you know had i had a proofer or something like that but
0: you got it out there i feel like i'm like coming for people's throat with the naysayer and that but you know i think people need to hear that that you know the person who makes the mistake caught the mistake immediately. Absolutely. All the time. And what a luxury it is for you to sit down and just be a consumer. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. And you just kind of get up and the next day is a new day and you're creating more things and you're still committed to that. And it's beautiful. And no one's going to care about it a week from now, but you'll still think about it. I do. Yeah.
1: I mean, I still think I, I sent out a uh, an article and I misspelled the word robber. Mm. I, I can't remember how I spelled it. Maybe it was like rib river. It was a fat thumb issue or something like that, robbery. Mm-hmm. And someone pointed it out. They kind of pointed it out in like a, like a kind of a mean way. I just respond with like, hey, man, you know, fat thumb Sorry. that morning or something like that. And then they're like, oh, it's all good. I think about that. A lot. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. the headline. Right. It's the headline. How do, I, <laughs> how do I miss that? You know, yeah. it's one thing to have a small typo or miss an R in something, you know, yeah. that has a double R. In the in the text, but in yeah. the headline, unfortunately, sometimes mm-hmm. we only have headline readers. They didn't even read the article, mm-hmm. but they saw I had a typo. And as a perfectionist, it just bothers me. Well, but that's a me thing.
0: No, well, I think it's I think it's a creator thing. You know, I think people who create, there's nothing that is worse than spending 20 hours on something, and the only feedback you hear is that you forgot a period or yeah, you know, something that just is you know is a struggle. But you have to keep telling yourself that if they could do it. You wouldn't be doing it yeah. and you're doing it because you're committed to doing it. No one can do it as good as you're doing it. You're the expert in the room all the time. And I think if that's, those are the words that are important that we tell ourselves.
1: Yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing that I've tried to do is I try and respond to every email. That yeah. comes back to me mm-hmm. so that they know that I'm, I am real. I just didn't pick the name Jared Williams and that's who it comes from, right? I'm like,
0: <laughs> this vanilla dude name. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I am a, yeah. I'm like, I am, I am real. You know, right. you can come by my office. You can see me out and about. And I, so I solicit that from them. So I try and reply. I also try and reply to a bunch of comments on Facebook. Yeah, you I try do. and reply to them using memes or GIFs or you know yeah. something fun that portrays the vibe that we're yeah. going for, just kind of that startup-y, you know, yeah. type of thing. And so I think because I've done that from the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, even back to when we did, we were very video heavy, the style of the videos, the approach of the videos, the music, even today, when I put out like a news video, the music that's picked is not your typical news corporate style music. music. Mm-hmm. It's different, you know, from yeah. the fonts we use to the graphics, to all of that. So I think... When people see that, it's more like we're already friends and right. you can come to me respectfully. I will say when somebody does have an issue, we'll get it more behind the scenes than publicly. Like somebody's not bashing us or bashing that's me nice. publicly. right? We will get a message privately mm-hmm. or an email that says, hey, found this mistake or something right. like that. And I think you know that's just something I didn't intentionally do. Yeah. But now that I think about it, part of your brand it's part of it yeah yeah so i don't want to be that news company that local news company uh that we've had here for quite a while that just constantly gets bashed every time you put something out yeah um i try to approach it from, from that
0: you have a personal approach you can tell that you're a person sometimes large news entities feel like companies Mm -hmm. well they are we're all companies right but it's just kind of that they feel
1: far away they
0: feel far they can feel far away and so you don't feel like you're hurting anyone Mm -hmm. if you say something that's you know rude or whatever you don't feel like that's landing in somebody's lap the reality is it is landing in somebody's lap yeah anytime we put something out there that's unkind that is calculatedly Mm -hmm. unkind Mm -hmm. is going to land on somebody's desk Mm -hmm. right and i think that people we just need to be aware of that
1: Yeah, it costs you nothing to be kind. It
0: really does. It just, yeah, it really costs you nothing.
1: And ultimately, Forget the Coast, I've always believed that a more informed community is a better community. Yeah. And the council meetings are boring, and digging through documents to see what's going to be built across the street is boring. Mm -hmm. But I'll do it. And if we can word it in a way that makes you able to understand it Mm -hmm. and just say, oh, that's what that means, or that's what's coming here. I would have never known that. I think we're doing a good job.
0: You're doing a good job, Jared.
1: Trying to. You're
0: doing a good job. I feel like we could talk about this forever because you and I always you know, go back and forth and talk about a bunch of fun things. But I'm so grateful that you came into our office today and shared all of this stuff because I think a lot of our listeners are creating their own things sometimes for the first time and sometimes for as short a time or a long a time as you and I have been in it. And we just need to hear that other people are... of we have a lot of the same frustrations even though we're not in the same industry and we're just kind of choosing to get up and do it every day and you are certainly
1: doing that. It's a choice man like yeah if if I could pick and choose whenever this newsletter goes out Mm -hmm. I could I could have realistically sent it out after this, right? Yeah. But I choose to make it part of someone's routine. Mm-hmm. because it's my routine too. Like I want people to find it in their news box and anticipate it every day. Mm-hmm. And so I get up and do it and then it builds and it builds and it builds and mm-hmm. you start seeing numbers and you're like, yeah. "Oh man, this consistency is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing." Yeah. You know, and people really enjoy it and they refer people to it and Yeah. It sucks when you build something, especially oh, yeah. from scratch and if, you know, if there are creators who are building something, it does it really does suck. Yeah. and you got to put a lot of time into it but you know it but, will pay off
0: but this is a big beautiful baby that you fathered
1: yeah and <laughs> yeah it, you know you, it's you know my wife says it all the time she's she's like you know it's that overnight success that you know that that took 10 years or whatever oh my right? gosh
0: yeah they say and that.
1: yeah get the coast is getting recognition you know now but it was a side thing for me for
0: mm-hmm.
1: a couple years Mm-hmm. and it's that day in and day out and making a conscious effort and putting it on the calendar Yeah, that says, I'm going to do it then. Yeah, That'll get you there.
0: Well, you're awesome. Thank you for sharing for everything that you did. I mean, I feel like we should have you back about like, what is maybe next forget the coast maybe not we'll talk about that offline
1: yeah i mean whatever hope we talked enough about email marketing that you wanted to today
0: we did we talked about email marketing we talked about other things it's fine
1: yeah Yeah. the media business there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it
0: that's why we don't script it because it's just nice this our pod we just never script it because it's the people really at the end that we care about the stories that your story and like how we've connected because our stories are similar sometimes and sometimes they're not. Sometimes we can help each other and sometimes we can't. And I think we just as a community need to feel like a community of creators that we're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I know you guys are going to have questions for Jared because you guys always have questions, which is great. You can email us hello at FrancisRoy.com. And that's Francis with an E, guys, not Francis with an I. We've been doing this for a hot minute. So F-R-A-N-C-E-S-R-O-Y.com. Thank you so much. We'll be back in a couple of weeks because now we're doing uh, two episodes a month. And I think we're going to have another business from Fort Walton Beach. We're kind of like in a Fort Walton Beach phase. I'm loving it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not either. Okay guys, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye.